Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's me, Kev. Today is November 18th, 2020, and this is episode number 16. We're going to discuss Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And the question I have is, is she a hero or an actually a villain? Well, you decide, all right? So as the people mourned the death of her, I didn't, I celebrated it. Now you might be asking yourself, why would I say such a terrible thing? Because the media and politicians tout her as the excellence and awe admiring deeds for humanity. She was perfection in their eyes for Supreme Court justice. And after all, didn't the president himself claim she was a titan of law who was a fighter to the end? A person known for her brilliant dissent at the Supreme Court and one with a sharp mind. And I'm going to quote, Renowned for her brilliant mind and her powerful dissent at the Supreme Court, Justice Ginsburg demonstrated that one can disagree without being disagreeable towards one's colleagues or different point of views, Trump said. Her opinion, including well-known decisions regarding the legal equality of women and the disabled, have inspired all Americans and generations of great legal minds. Now, equality of women is something I want to touch on later because does she really care? And then furthermore, we have Chief Justice Roberts claiming that the nation has lost a war of justice the day that Ruth died. Quote, our nation has lost a just of historic stature. We at the Supreme Court have lost a cherished colleague. Today we mourn, but with confidence, that future generations will remember Ruth as we knew her a tireless and resolute champion of justice. Again, you hear the same theme of how everyone considers this woman a champion of justice. But the question is, is she? Now, I want to take a quick peek at what she stood for. And with that said, let's look at why I would say such a thing as we understand who this champion was. In 1993, she was nominated to the Supreme Court by Bill Clinton. She was the second woman to ever serve. She was a woman of Jewish descent who knows the depth of hell from the terrors her people withstood during Hitler's and Stalin's reign of terror. Many believe her humble start in New York to a seat on the United States Supreme Court was nothing short of a miracle. Yet, the question remains, was Ruth a champion of justice or a monster in disguise? And that's going to depend on what you consider a protector of life. Over her career, she supported the genocide of children through Planned Parenthood. And to drive this point home, President Alex McGill Johnson made it clear in what Ruth has done for them. Quote, Tonight we honor that legacy, but tomorrow we're going to need to get to work to preserve the ideals she spent her life's work defending. Because this is not an understatement. The fate of our rights, our freedoms, our health care, our bodies, our lives, and our country depend on what happens over the coming months. End quote. And let's be clear. Planned Parenthood is not about women's rights or equality. Its core business cares nothing about the rights of women. And the fate in which they speak of is their fate of profits. They are an organization that harvests the body parts of innocent children murdered under the guise of civil rights. During an investigation, invoices were unsealed. They exposed how Planned Parenthood charged approximately $25,000 for fetal tissue back in 2012. Other line item charges included Stem Express, a $55 per POC, which is a product of conception, which is another term for fetal remains. 
and then another numerous $10 line items for blood samples. In the critical testimony, staff members admitted they modified the abortion procedures to guarantee baby body parts were intact upon extraction. And this act is a violation of federal law, Title 18-1531, regarding illegal partial birth abortion. So how can this company be about the protection of life and justice when they're dismembering children, tearing them to pieces? These children, remember, are human beings, and they're being murdered in cold blood, as according to the testimonies. Another witness confirmed in a deposition she altered the procedures to avoid crushing the baby's organs. And when confronted about her comments on earlier undercover recordings, she admitted, quote, yeah, we've been pretty successful with that. And then the context with her comment is that they were successful in how they were avoiding the baby's body parts coming out destroyed. Think about that. Again, women's rights, equality is what we're being told. Then in a statement by Daladin, he said that Planned Parenthood, quote, Planned Parenthood abortion providers appeared under oath in court today and admitted supplying the body parts of children in the womb for profit to brokers like STEM Express. And this is only the beginning. It gets worse. Planned Parenthood also sells every form of fresh aborted baby parts from eyes, hearts, and testicles. The organization is not about human rights. It's a business of genocide for profit. And they claim over $520 million a year in taxpayers' money, money that you and I do not agree to. Maybe you do, but I sure don't. And then we dare wonder why this nation is under such wrath as we're seeing today. We sit and preach that God bless America, but at the same time we say, God damn the babies. You can't have it both ways. Either you stand for justice or you don't. And the crimes committed by these butchers, you know, they're completely unimaginable. We, we lock people like Ted Bundy up, Charles Manson, and others for far less, yet these individuals get a free pass. These doctors and employees of Planned Parenthood make serial killers look like saints. I have a problem with this. I hope you listening do too. In an interview, Dr. Deshawn Taylor, I believe she's a director, explains how she assassinates these innocent children. Quote, in Arizona, if the fetus comes out with any sign of life, we're supposed to transport it to the hospital. When one investigator then asks, quote, is there any standard procedure for verifying signs of life? End quote. Taylor then replies, quote, well, the thing is, I mean, the key is, you need to pay attention who's in the room, right? End quote. Then Taylor laughs as she repeats what the Arizona law requires and says, quote, it's a mess. It's a mess. You want someone like that running an organization that's supposed to be about women's equality? And then when she was pressed further about the extraction of babies, she stated her concern was not about the killing. It was to make sure that these children did not come out looking like babies at all because it bothers some of the people. Quote, it's not a matter of how I feel about it coming out intact, but I got to worry about my staff and people's feelings about it coming out looking like a baby. End quote. But that's not all about Dr. Taylor. The part she really gets off on is the workout she gets when she rips these babies, these children, these human beings out of the womb. Quote, my biceps appreciate when the dig oxen works to kill the fetus before the procedure. Quote, I remember when I was a family planning fellow and I was in training. I was like, oh, I have to hit the gym for this, she says describing the force she feels in her biceps when performing a dismemberment abortion with forceps. And you really want people to believe that no pain, right? 
not a baby, right? Just something in the mother's womb and it's her right. No, this is not just your right. Let me continue on here. The point I'm making is that this type of antics we're seeing is a golden double standard in the United States. When you murder a baby for profit while lacing politicians' pockets, they look the other way. Nobody seems to care. But if you murder a baby outside of Planned Parenthood, it's life in prison. Why? What's the difference? Where is the justice Ruth was supposed to be a champion of? I don't see it. Do you see it? And this takes me to another person, Kalama Harris. There was a journalist who exposed a corruption within Planned Parenthood. And this woman, Kalama, used her power to shut him down. And if it was not for David, the Da Vinci Corporation would still be trafficking baby body parts across the United States. Yet the Democrat Party nominated this corrupt attorney for the vice president of the United States. And if you think it's bad right now, you haven't seen anything. The corruption surrounding Kalama and the protection she gives to child molesters will make your head spin. I won't talk about it in this report. Maybe it's one for another day, but there's a book. You can read about it. It's in the notes that exposes exactly what she's done, who she is. I mean, she's even let off pedophile priests. And, and the reason being is because they gave to her campaign back when she's attorney general. This woman is just corrupt to the teeth. Yeah, I'm being biased because it's a fact, right? It, it's not that, oh, it's Kalama or, oh, she's different. No, she's disgusting. She's vile. She's a retrobate. And one last point I want to circle back on is to this hero of justice, Ruth, a woman who not only promoted the murder of children, but also worked lower the age of consensual sex to the age of 12. I'm just going to quote this. It's by Timothy uh, Chester, the CFAA president. He was stated on, uh, I forget the year it was, but it was on April 23rd. He says that given that homosexual advocates are in full court press to lower the age of consent as low as it can go, and pro-pedophile sitting Supreme Court Justice Ruth documented advocacy of lowering the age of consent to 12 years old. Parents should be horrified that there are so few politicians like Senator Santorum actually defending the family, end quote. And to close us off, anyone who supported Ruth as a champion of justice needs to re-examine their moral stance. Because from where I sit, she stood with murder and child trafficking, not women's rights or justice. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. While many of you continue to mourn over Ruth's deaths, I don't. I celebrate it. She can no longer do any more harm or damage than she already has. If you enjoy the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L dot com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.